Hey, welcome to Sidewalk Skyline Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast that talks to people and listens to stories across Canada of what God is doing in our Canadian cities. Uh, we began this podcast on January 1st, 2020. And uh, since that time, we're averaging around 1,800 RSS subscribers. And uh, from those who are uh, lis mostly listeners, but some watch our sessions on YouTube as well, 80% uh, are from Canada, all across the nation. 16% of our listeners are from US. And then uh, the other 4% uh, is made up of the listeners from all over the world. Uh, Ireland is uh, number three for some reason. And uh, so hats off and hello to Ireland. And uh, would love to hear what God's doing in the streets of your cities as well. Uh, as we go to uh, our episode today, this is part two of our interview with Chris Chase. And uh, if you haven't heard part one, I would uh, recommend that you go back and listen to part one first, just so that you have a little more familiarity with who I'm talking to. On today's uh, episode with Chris, we get into uh, a great discussion about how polarized our world is at this time. You know, people are uh, very uh, frustrated and angry and, and, and uh, taking sides on politics, uh, race issues, religion, uh, the, the whole restrictions on uh, the pandemic, many things that people are very polarized about. So the question that Chris and I explore is how do we create a table of conversation that focuses on understanding wisdom and solutions. That's something that a lot of people need. Maybe it's something you need. So I hope that uh, the thoughts that we share together today will give you some rich food for thought at our table of conversation. So uh, I remember when I lived in this uh, old farmhouse just outside Windsor when uh, my wife and I and at that time our two little babies uh, later to have three but we lived in this old farmhouse outside of the city while we were church planting and uh, I remember there was uh, one night when we, we, we would have people come out to our place we had we were sitting on about an acre and and so we could have these nice uh, backyard bonfires. Mm -hmm. And and so it was a, a night where we were going to have um, uh, a bunch of people over and and uh, have like some kumbaya with the guitar around the campfire and a bit of uh, Bible study. And, and uh, the sky looked kind of menacing, so we decided that night, let's have it indoors. And sure enough, it turned into a full-blown full thunderstorm and heavy rain and... So we were glad we had moved indoors. Um, <clears throat> so uh, then it was uh, nighttime and everybody got in their cars, went home. Next day I went outside and I discovered that that place where we would have been having our campfire, there was this uh, mature tree that got split right down huh. the middle by lightning. And, uh, and I think uh, it 
just kind of brought home to me the, the, the power of lightning to, uh, to absolutely split things apart and destroy things and uh, take lives. Uh, in uh, old farms, you'll find up on top of a house or a barn this metal spire that sticks up called a lightning rod. Mm. And uh, so lightning rods uh, are able to take that incredible tree-splitting power and, and focus the lightning. It'll go to that point because at that point it's attracted to the highest point mm. and, and it hits that and then it travels through that circuit and is diffused into the ground. Uh, lightning rods have an important role Mm. And and I want to talk us to talk a bit about you know the uh, the Christian calling to be a lightning rod in our culture, to be a lightning rod in our society that's able to take these devastating forces mm. and uh, embrace that and diffuse that. Uh, that's that's a kind of reconciliation, which is a great intro. For the House of Commons show. Hey, well so, played, how's good that? sir. Yeah, you like well, that—that's. That oh, we should, technically we shouldn't be high fiving because of COVID. So we should oh, be that's like, right. We should be. Like, we'll get yeah. the sanitizer. Well, we'll sa- sanitize okay. your hands, okay. and then afterwards we will clap afterwards. I, I'm not going to lick this hand <laughs> until I have a chance to sanitize it. Um, so yeah. talk about the lightning rod that you're involved in. Yeah, um, I, lo- I love the illustration. I, I we. Just to kind of piggyback on that story really quickly, just recently there was a lightning storm in our neighborhood and we had a gigantic tree on someone's lawn that split into the road and cut the road off. That if it had turned just a centimeter the opposite way, it would have destroyed their fence and their cars. And so my son, who's eight years old, who mm-hmm. never goes outside, was running through this gigantic tree on the, on the ground because... And explain to him how, like, how the lightning just kind of just literally right here, boom. Yeah. Um, so we're we have this this great uh, YouTube show called House of Common Show. You should subscribe to that on YouTube by searching the words House of Common Show. When you get there, like and subscribe to the channel, and then also we share that channel with your friends so that they know how great the we'll, stuff we'll is. We'll link it in the show notes, and it's make sure it's the House of Common, not the Commons. House of Commons. Yeah. Because that's another show that's not quite as interesting. Well, I mean, if you really want to learn about UK Parliament, you can. Yes. Or you can hang out with me and my nine buddies because we have have a really good time together. Um, And, you know, we... Tell me about your nine buddies. So, okay. So I could, I could, I could, I'll never compliment them to their faces, but I will do that since they're not here. Um... And they don't watch stuff like this. So. They, no, they, they will now because they'll see me on it to find out if I talk about them or not. So now oh, they'll, they'll, okay. they'll, they'll hate watch it because of me. Okay. Um, um, but then you might get nine subscribers to us. There That's you go. true. It's, it's, a, it's a work. That's true. Um, so we are, we are not, nine of us. Nine of us, we have all known each other for give or take 10, 11 years of, of ministry life together. Mm-hmm. And then one of us, uh, Jason... Um, he's an American who has um, has felt the call to plant a church in Toronto. Yeah, comes from Buffalo, right? Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. Oh, from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, but he was in Buffalo. Yes, yeah. and so now, he, now, right. so now, now he's now he's out out here, um, and so he's guy kind of got grafted into into the network of guys, and um, you know, there's 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 nine of us who, you know, from different parts of Ontario. 
um, have just kind of all melded together. We, Andrew Jones, who is Papa Jones to us, he is the the el- he's he, he's our Trojan horse. We feel like we can have these the most controversial comments, talk yeah. confer- com- conversations. But if Andrew's in the room, then it kind of gives a, a, a levity of maturity that we wouldn't be able to handle. That people wouldn't be able to handle it if we were just having ourselves. But Andrew there at least gives you credit to at least say like I'll at least check this out because if Andrew's there, yeah. then it's probably probably uh, credible. Uh, and then um, we've been in this group chat for for a better part of um, six months, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy, um, Stefan Watson, who was once a former student of mine at, at Adrian Court, I was his youth pastor. Uh, he's now a youth pastor in Stouffville, Ontario. Uh, he created this this uh, this group chat for for eleven of us, um, and and so it would it started really slow, mm-hmm. and then. A meme got shared, and then suddenly we we're talking every day. And I mean that—that's not an exaggeration. We talk. At some point, there's a conversation happening all the time, and the conversations range from what's happening in in the church world to what's happening in pop culture to what's happening in our family life. Something we can be praying for to mm-hmm. praise reports, like all like everything that you would have in a normal friendship is what is happening on yeah. on, this, on this group chat. Yeah, uh, and. Um, and so we have this thing, and it's really entertaining. It's a lot of fun, and it's one of those things where like you're, you're you you hate missing a conversation. And we joke around about how you put down your phone, and then you miss two hundred messages that were all of a conversation between between the guys. <laughs> and then um, Adam Hoskins, um, pastor at Sanctus Church in Ajax, he one day said we should make a show of this, and he proposed. We got into his group, uh, the Zoom chat, and he's like, guys, I have a, I have a proposition for you here's something that we can do and he presents the vision mm-hmm. of of this show and so we walk it through together and and i remember being the one because i i remember so we, we were, were 10 black guys 10 guys in in ministry we're different in our in our upbringing different in our story but we we yeah. have these commonalities yeah. that, that kind of join us together and i remember saying guys like if we're going to do this then we have to have each other's back because there's nothing worse yeah. than feeling like you're the lone voice on on a topic Mm-hmm. And then you get roasted for it on either side. You either you either become a messiah or a martyr. There's no. If you want that? Time. You just got to get married, right? Exactly. You yeah. already have that in your home. Why add that? Why, add, add that that's stress, it. Right? Yeah. That, I love you, Rebecca. I don't agree with anything that and you I just said. I love you too, Marsha. Right there, you said. There, you just like <laughs> and saved. <laughs> Right, uh, we can uh, take that out and post, <laughs> post next, post. right? Think we can edit. Yeah, okay. um, and so um, I said, the guys, like I, like I'm not wanting to be somebody who makes a comment about being black and in culture, being black and in ministry, and then feel like I'm, you know, on my own when I have to. Take all these, if we're going to be in this, if we're in this together, and if we're literally one of those like all for one and one for all, then let's do this. And everybody bought in from uh, Andrew, who was the, the, the oldest, to, to O'Shea um, at uh, OneChurch.to, who was the youngest, and everybody mm-hmm. in between. And we all, we all sort of bought into it. And so we filmed a, a pilot on Zoom, and, uh, and we just laughed the entire time. It was like a long, like, the pilot. It was, right, like, like yeah. we, just, we just, like, just had such a, a, a great time just laughing at each other and, you know, and... Adam does the roll call and Kareem interrupts him in the middle of the roll call and then we spend more time laughing at Kareem than we actually do doing the roll call. Yeah. Um, and that's just sort of us in, in, in general. And, and originally the show was just kind of like, there's so many topics that we can talk to from the black experience. Mm-hmm. Because there's questions that we might get from different people, there's ideas yeah. or thoughts from people, what, what do you think? 
well, what it would look like? What would it look like if ten of us who disagree on on almost everything? What would it look like if we talked about these issues to mm-hmm. show that one, there is not one way to be a black man. Right. There's not one way to be a black man who happens to be a Christian or a Christian who happens to be black, depending on what order you want to put that in. There's not one way to see the world. There are varying degrees. We are not a monolith. We yeah. are each unique individuals. Yeah. Well, what, what would that look like if we ha- if we actually made a show about that? So. Stefan's view might be different than Calvin's view. But at the end of the day, if Calvin says, Stefan, I need you, Stefan's dropping everything to go help Calvin out. Yeah. That that sort of thing. It's a a big table that you've set with the show. And and I would add add to that, Kevin, it's a big table that we built. Because a lot of it it really stemmed from like, and you know, you you can humbug things if you really want to. Um, but we were like, there's not a, real, a space for for our voices, right? Right, like we are in our world that we that we we share. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of graduated voices. It ends up being very similar voices, right? Right, and then you have your outliers here and there who do some really creative things, right? But for the most part, right, like it's 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 the same sort of voices. Yeah, and and then when it comes to voices that are different, there's always one singular voice, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. voice represents. A demographic of people. Yeah, this is the world of sound bites, not conversations. Yes, yeah. and so we decided, like, what would it look like if we just built our own table? Yeah, and we just invited people to come. We invited yeah. people to come to to like, if you're going to come and hang out with us, this is what hanging out with us is like. It's yep. loud. Yep. It's chaotic. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's like Thanksgiving dinner. And and the spirit hovers over the chaos. Yes, just like over, over the deep, formed. over the deep. Yes, over th- yeah, over the deep of. Well, it's all not stuff. always that deep. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> not. Sometimes it's really frivolous <laughs> conversations, but that's real life, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like it's a balance between, and you know, like we started the show, and I, I, you know, we have these pilot episodes and these pilot segments, and they're really fun, and then mm-hmm. Ahmad Arbery happens. Yeah, and and. Really, that's the beginning, and you know, this is the beginning stage of these this protest movement that's been happening. At least at the time of, this, of recording this podcast, like yeah. the the shift, and so we have this three part conversation about our feelings on that, and um and normally we'd have one fun segment, one, and we're like, no, let's just talk this out because people are talking about mm-hmm. it themselves, mm-hmm. and and then we're able to shift back to NBA and this and that, and then George Floyd takes place. Yeah. Um, and and the protests take place, and the conversations about defunding police take place, and the 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 infamous rise. I'll use those words specifically: mm-hmm. the infamous mm-hmm. rise of Black Lives Matter, because some people will look at it as an infamous movement, mm-hmm. and others like it's just this weird thing. And we are uniquely placed because we built this table just for the just for us. Right. Right. We are uniquely then placed to actually voice our opinions on this, not fact. Though we will use facts and, you know, we all kind of fact check each other. It's like, you know. Well, you're taking, again, using the lightning rod metaphor, you're taking the power of destructive voice and... Distilling it. Distilling it, bringing it to the table and, and, and letting a conversation happens yeah. that doesn't blow the whole thing apart. And I think I think there's there's value in that illustration because... A lot of the things are happening in our world now, and I don't see it like, you know, if you're listening to this in November, there's going to be an American election. Now, we're in Canada. Why does that mean so much to us? I don't know, but it does. Yeah. But, like, 
And like there's there's so much room for the bits of ah, yeah. and we go and go like what's an angle on this that no one's talking about, and then how can we talk about this, and then lead out of hope, leave people with hope yeah. at the end of it, yeah, and allow ourselves to have the room to disagree, right. Right. Allow ourselves to have the room to disagree on how we each feel about about policing, how we feel about um, movements of our day, how we feel about protesting, and how we feel about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan, and how we feel about um, Michael Jackson and Prince, and how we feel about Beyonce and like, yeah. all, like all of the things yeah. that encompass all of life. Yeah, all these conversations, yeah. not just not just one of them, but all of them, because. All of us have these conversations mm. all the time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we've been able to, we've been able to be ten voices, ten voices, not just not just uh, one voice. And everyone was saying earlier, like because of how we are, we become a boy band, and like everybody has their <laughs> if people have their favorites. Like I really, really, really appreciated Andrew's topic on how he ha- handled how handling worship in church. I feel he's just so wise in his in his words. That's what we call him, Dad, because he's just so. <laughs> So wise that way, and then others like, oh, you know, the way Kareem spoke about that. Just, I really, really, really appreciate his wisdom. I don't appreciate what Chris Chase said. He sounded really rude, and I'm like, exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> sure, but like that's that's what we that's what we um, we we get to get to do, um, and we get to create a space where like mm-hmm. guys who are older, like like Andrew and myself, get to make room for for guys like like Tim or O'Shea or Stefan. Mm-hmm. Who are who are who are creating who are, who are building their voices, right? And we get to bring bring them a, a, along in in stuff. So it's a really right. really cool yeah. really cool brotherhood. The um, uh, the opportunity to have a semi guided redemptive conversation. Yeah. You know, there's there's such a uh, a dearth of that, a lack of that in in our culture. Look at Facebook, dude. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Like, yeah. it's just it's just a weird it's a weird place where like we are fighting for things that yeah that like our convers that there should be conversations. I think we need more light lightning rods. We do. We de- we need to we need to stop like we need to have these moments where we stop mm-hmm. and just really consider. Not just what's being said and try right. to find a link to it, right. but to, like, like, why am I getting angry? Why are we so influenced by the fringes? You know, and Jordan Peterson says that uh, now. Now I just lost half of my audience. Trigger word. Like, trigger word. Jordan Peterson. But he says that you know, uh, fif- he says about fifteen percent of the North American population are either the extreme left or the extreme right. You know, and you know, seven or eight percent on the far left, seven or eight percent on the far right, and and yet so much of the conversation is all in response to those, to those extremes. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the the conversation that needs to happen with the other eighty-five percent, who uh, may lean towards the left, may lean towards the right. But you know where's the where is the centrist conversation? And I think yeah. that's what the House of Commons show is. I think yeah. it's a, a centrist conversation that 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 draws from the left and the right and says, but here we are in the middle. Yeah, and and it's the muddy middle. It's the gross middle. It's the uncomfortable yeah. middle. But that's where growth happens. Yeah, that's where um, that's where maturity happens. It happens when you actually take all the information and go, so where do we go from here? And not spend our time going, well, you know, 
this is what it is, and that's it. Like there's there's certain yeah. there's certain issues, obviously, that are no pun intended, black and white. Mm-hmm. But m- a lot of what's happening in our world, the mm-hmm. conversation is gray. Mm-hmm. And so because it's gray, we then have to kind of find ourselves in in it through it. And the only way we do that is together. But you know, we we do a lot of typing, mm-hmm. typing, typing, sending one like, ah, I showed them. Oh, I didn't yeah. use that Google link. Dang it! That and as opposed to actually sitting down. So what it, it does to yeah. the show is it forces all of us to really go back and go like, why do I think that? Why am I angry? Yeah, I think if if Jesus was doing a social media seminar, he would be say he would say, be slow to type, be quick to oh. read. Oh my. Re- yeah, th- and get be and slow down your your anger cycle. Yeah, stop blowing up. Just just, just cool you know, it. Just take step take, away. Take a walk. Yeah, you know, and ask yourself like, ask yourselves questions like, why you know to use the word trigger like, why am I triggered yeah. by this? Yeah, like if you're not if you're not talking about me, mm-hmm. like if if you're not talking about Chris Chase like mm-hmm. in a negative way, then why am I getting angry like you are? What am I getting angry about? And have I dealt with that reason for my anger at that moment? Because mm. we can't be we can't be lightning rods in our world if we don't know how to be lightning rods in within ourselves. We can't right. you you can't contain that that fury. Yeah. You have to be able to receive it and diffuse it. You have let to it go. And especially if, if if we're we're living in a world that's void of leadership, like really, really good, healthy, sustainable leadership. And I'm talking about from a pulpit. I'm just talking about from neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Talking, talking about just people around. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're we are void of it. Yeah. And we can't be that if we are like we are shooting the lightning right back where it came from. Right. And right. making and making a bit and we're destroying trees essentially. Yeah. yeah. But that's what's that's what's happening. And so our show has this uncanny ability, and and people can receive it however they mm-hmm. however they want. But we at least have the opportunity among ourselves. To defuse each other, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So like, like we, we joke around. Like Jonesy will say, like, "You're done. You're done. You're done." Like as only yeah. a dad, you're done, right? And, <laughs> I've seen him do that. Yeah, right? like, so you're, you're done. You're done. And just yeah. big eyes, you're done. Um, and it's normally towards Calvin, or either towards Calvin or towards Stefan, one of the two. Well, they they deserve it. Yeah, right? o- often, so, oftentimes, obviously. oftentimes, right? But but um, but what it does is like we we allow each other the room to be wrong mm-hmm. and we allow each other the grace to move towards being right not left or right but just being right together mm-hmm. and finding it recognizing that being right is a journey because the world constantly is changing yeah right and we we realize quickly that like we can't be we can't try to find statistics just to back up our biases right we have to spend time asking the question why do we have the bias to begin with right right where did the bias come from is this bias scriptural if i can use that word like is this bias that's like literally mm-hmm. spirit led or is this bias just because whatever like i have a bias about kobe bryant being one of my favorite he's my favorite basketball player he's mm-hmm. better than lebron james mm-hmm. he's not better than lebron james he's not statistically he's, he's not but he's my favorite so i have yeah. this bias doesn't matter doesn't matter what you tell me mm-hmm. even with the statistics in front of me you're mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. but i know that i'm wrong 
I recognize the, yeah. the, 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 how comical it is that I am wrong. Isn't there one of the guys on in the house that plays basketball? Um, Adam Hoskins. Adam, Adam Hoskins. Hoskins. I he, heard about him. Yeah. He um, he was born um, with a basketball in his hand, literally, and yeah. he decided at the tender age of, of nineteen to say, "I'm going to forego this career to go into ministry." It's a beautiful story. Yeah. You should check it out on the House of Commons show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I razz him about that all the time. <laughs> it's like I poor Adam. You do. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, um, you, you mentioned uh, about about leadership, and, and I know that that's a, a theme that you've given your life to. You've you've been uh, giving your life to help leaders develop. So, what kind of leader uh, do we need today? And uh, let's contextualize for a minute. What kind of leader? Do we need um, in our uh, in our church and in our community? The more I the more I look at if Facebook is an indication of what sort of leader we need. There's certain moments where, like, I don't know if we're we're leading. Mm-hmm. It feels more like we're being led. Mm-hmm. Um, we're being it feels more like we're being led by whatever our favorite news is. Mm whatever our favorite speaker is saying, mm-hmm. based on the news that they're reading. Um, and meanwhile, there are people who are hurting. Yeah. Uh, I have neighbors around me who love God but do not see the value of church. Yeah. They just don't see the value in it. Why would I go there if I... It's a great question. Right? Like, why would anyone go right? to like church? Why, like, why, yeah. why even bother? Like, mm-hmm. all you guys do is argue. Mm-hmm. Like, all you do is this or that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can't seem to agree on on anything, and I look at I look at the life of Jesus, and Jesus knew the difference between somebody asking him a question because they want to know something, and somebody asking him a question because they wanted to trigger a conversation. Right. He was able to see their hearts, and he would always respond to the depth of them, not to the the surface question they were asking. Right. The result of that is they 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 thought to murder him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right, like like he, in in his in his revealing of who they were, it just made them ang- angrier. Mm-hmm. But we need we need leaders who are willing to actually really walk in discernment. And I know that's such a an older word. What do you mean by discernment? When I, when I, when I mean when I, when I say discernment, what I mean by that is the ability to see beyond just the surface, right? To see beyond. To see the real heart of a person. Yeah. So sometimes there's going to be somebody who's going to say a comment that's really angering. The sermon is asking the question, why? Mm-hmm. Why Why would they say First that? First of all, why am I angry? Why am I angry? And why, why would they? they yeah, say like, that? Why, why, why is this stirring something in me? Yeah. Is this, is this righteous? Is this, is this table turning in the temple anger? Or is this anger because I'm just angry? Yeah. Is this is this zeal for the house of the Lord and for his and for his statutes and who he is? Or is this because I just feel like I'm being pigeonholed and stereotyped and all this sort of stuff? Right. And then going, yeah. okay, so and then asking, okay, why are they? We need more we need leaders who ask more of the why mm-hmm. before they show the how. Mm-hmm. A lot of leaders were a lot a lot of us are really good at the the how. Here's how you. Here's how you have a better marriage. Here's how you save your money. Here's how you speak. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. A lot mm-hmm. of us aren't asking the questions, why are people feeling this way? Why are they hurt? So you go back to, you know, in, in, at the time of the recording, 
we are they've slowed down a little bit but they're still happening in certain certain spaces protests mm -hmm. um about for for black lives matter the movement statement however you want to describe it mm -hmm. um police brutality things like that and a lot of the conversation has gone well is about rioting and mm -hmm. this or stuff and a lot of people aren't asking the question so why are they why are why are they why why are people hurting mm -hmm. why are why are people hurt yeah and actually really sitting down with people who have been hurt and going like right. tell me your story never mind the politics what's really yeah going like what's on really going on let's 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 put if yeah. there if there's no left right centrist progressive thing in the mix why are you crying mm -hmm. why are you hurt mm -hmm. and then not explaining away the hurt like we used to do that to women oh in in our day and age we used to do yeah. it to women all the time well okay you're hurt okay but you're not really hurt boys will be boys yeah boys will be boys just let it go yeah. just you know yeah. do this do that just let it and and now we realize oh no we can't do that and the pendulum has swung so far that now everyone it, you have to be extra careful yeah because we didn't listen to the if we just sat down with people and go like so why are, why are you hurt not because of and not sharing an article why you shouldn't be hurt right not sharing a book on why you shouldn't be hurt but literally sitting down with people and going like and empathizing jesus mm. he, jesus knew how to do that jesus would sit down with the, the broken the destitute mm -hmm. and he would sit with them and talk with them he treated them like human beings they weren't mm -hmm. statistics to him mm -hmm. we need more leaders like that who aren't who are led by you know i said earlier the, the lamb's agenda not the agenda of a party right canada from a ndp green liberal concern like like in yeah. the fringe ones on the other sides yeah. you know like not led by that but led by the agenda of, of the lamb who knew when to who knew when to be conservative he used that term right and who knew when to love the one who was who, who knew when that's the disturbing part he right. knew when right he knew when and we need leaders who are paying attention to to the world around them and seeing the opportunity seeing the opportunity mm -hmm. to be to be a part of leading people to the answer that is Jesus means it but it means rolling our sleeves it means being willing to get mud thrown on us a little bit it means sometimes being misunderstood mm -hmm. and asking for forgiveness because we lead out of our ignorances we lead out mm -hmm. of what we know to be real and what we've always known um but i think the, the last three or four years of my life um have just been for me at least as a leader have have grown because i've been willing to when i'm wrong you're not gonna hear a word from me Mm. outside of I'm sorry mm -hmm. how can I do better yeah and if I'm right you know I can joke jokingly with my buddies be like I but on on a real level I'm not gonna brag about it yeah like there's nothing to, to gain there so leaders who start with the why mm -hmm. why is this happening around us you know if you're in a church and there's no young adults you're not blaming somebody you're simply going so where did the young adults go and why aren't they coming and you're allowing people who left to say some really, really hurtful things out of their hearts mm -hmm. about not necessarily you, but about the circumstance that you're a part of. And you take it, you take it, and then you distill that lightning rod, you distill that and you diffuse it to go, this is what we do next. Yeah. As opposed to going like, well, it's probably their fault. Yeah. No, like there's always, like there's always blame on. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's, Jesus is high and lifted up.
and becomes our lightning he rod, does. doesn't he? He takes, he, ta- he, unfortunately, we have put him in that place in some respects where we put him to be that, and as opposed to us kind of like taking that place and being like, that's what you've asked us to be now in our society. Yeah, be a lightning rod. Right, and, yeah. and, to, take, and to take the, you know, like the ugliness of our world and help people understand it. So we, we live in a, um, a world that's angry and confused and has, everybody has a loud voice now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're uh, dealing with uh, all kinds of people being worried about litigation, worried about public shaming. Right. You know, and, uh, and yet uh, there's a call for us to live fearless mm-hmm. in this world like, like uh, lambs before wolves mm-hmm. to be as gentle as a dove, wise as a wise as a serpent. Yeah. And uh, so um, this is July 2020, and right now you're in transition. You don't know what's coming next. But, uh, yeah, this is, um, I, I think that what little I, I've, I know of you and I've gotten to know of you in this conversation that um, you're called to be like Jesus. You're called to be a lightning rod. I feel like, you know, I... So when I, when I, um, when I transitioned from the school, I was talking with my former boss. Mm-hmm. My former boss, now my friend, again, mm-hmm. uh, always been uh, Rich James. And we were saying, like, how if I had been in the position that I was in before all this sort of stuff happened, yeah. I would have been able to be the leader that I've been recently. Right, right. Because there's, there's so many things you have to worry about. Like, if you say this, then this could hurt funding, or someone yeah. could say this, and say that. Whereas now there's a freedom to be able for the most part, obviously there's wisdom involved, but there's a freedom for the most part to be able to speak where people wouldn't speak, mm-hmm. to, to share where people wouldn't share, and to do that with, with respect. And I think that there is, the discern- you go back to the disturbing part and the lightning round part, is you don't just say something to trigger somebody. Right. Like there's some people- Well, they, sometimes you do. So, well, sometimes, right? Like, like <laughs> Sometimes it's fun. Right, like sometimes, sometimes it's like, <laughs> watch this and send. <laughs> but for the most part, like, like to be well thought, and to engage people, mm-hmm. and to engage people, and to go like, why did you? Why do you think this? And to ask questions. And when I write something or when I share something on the yeah. show, that I'm doing it because I'm learning, and I'm saying this is what I've learned, and this is how this could help you. And if I was in a different environment right now in this stage, day and age, I would not be able to to do that, and that would only add to that would add to frustration. That would add to mm-hmm. feeling. Feeling quieted, the feeling like there wasn't a table, right? Right, and I right. feel like I, I, you know, sometimes you, you, you play the the card that you're dealt. That's if you play cards. I recognize that there's some people who are like you. You lost <laughs> it for Jordan Peterson. You also lost person because I, I mentioned cards. So like, there you go. Yeah, viewership all time. Well, well, let's redeem this conversation. <laughs> it's, it's Uno. Uno, yes, yeah. it's Uno. It's Dutch Uno. Blitz. It's, it's, there it's, we a, go. it's a, it's a okay, we're yeah. back. Um, Welcome back. There you go. And for those of you who were li- listening before, before the commercial, um, yeah, like it's the, the the ability to to speak with love, and Jesus did that, but he also spoke fearlessly. Mm-hmm. He he. Those two go together, and we yeah. don't we don't we haven't we figured don't that, that out. We haven't, we haven't figured out that you can be loving and fearless at the same time. We mm-hmm. haven't figured out. We were like you either you're fearless and you're mean and you're divisive, mm-hmm. or you're loving and you're you're so graceful that you're you're suddenly like like. You know, on the other end of the no, you can be both truth, yeah. truth and grace, 
Grace and Truth, they, 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 they mirror, they're, they're, they're married together. Yeah. And, and you may be slow to speak, but sooner or later you got to speak. And and when you do, you do that because you've been slow, because you've been yeah. listening, because you've been paying attention. There's um one of the the guys I used to work with, Luch Lombardi. He was mm-hmm. he, he he would sit in meetings, and he just and you can just watch him quietly. And then he like there's people like me who like blah, 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 and he just sit there, and then so that when he spoke, everybody was like, oh shoot, that's facts right there because he yeah. sat in it. Yeah. He sat in it for long enough that he paid attention to it. Yeah. And so for me, I think that they're like I'm learning that like there's there's a value in being so to speak, but at some point you gotta say something. And you might only have one shot, you know, to quote, you know, like at the time now, you know, the musical Hamilton is the biggest thing yeah. in the world right now. Like you don't wanna throw away your shot. You have one shot to be able to speak that truth there because you don't want to spend the rest of your day going through all your corrections on your Facebook page or your Twitter or your Instagram. Mm-hmm. You have one shot to get it as right as possible because it'll never be yeah. perfect. So using that and 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 leading, leading and leading together and inviting people. The word I've been using a lot is shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. We do this together. It's not, you know, when I walk with the guys, it's not me. It's the house of common. We walk, we lead shoulder to shoulder together. Right. When I when we're in this conversation about race or when we're in conversations about about uh, financial disparity or mm-hmm. poverty, we stand shoulder to shoulder. It can't just be, well, you, you guys handle poverty, we'll handle race, you guys handle gender, and group project on three, break. No, we're all in these things together. We might have yeah. louder voices in different points, yeah. but we're all in these things together. And that's how we move forward. And uh, I, I see now I'm talking a lot, um, passionate about this. Um, what ends up happening too is, what you end up finding is the louder voices that are on the wrong side of history Mm-hmm. Like they stand out more. Yeah, they stand out a lot more, and you're able to actually, and like, and you can't do that under the guise of Jesus, right? Because it doesn't, it doesn't compute. How you're talking does not compute with the grace and truth of God, mm. because the grace part would say, like, I know this is hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like I can be great, I can be truthful with my kids and say, like, you did this wrong, and still be graceful that I'm saying it to them while I'm hugging them. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to. That's the catch. But that's that's that that's the responsibility yeah. of leadership. Yeah. Is adding the grace when all you want to give is truth. Right. It's it's adding the love when all you want to be is fearless. That's what leadership is. It's that marriage of the two. Come, Lord Jesus. Oh. Even so, Lord. Even mm-hmm. so, Lord. Chris, this has uh, been just fascinating sitting and getting to know you. And uh, I love love your mind i love your passion and uh, uh looking forward to doing this again sometime and we, di- we didn't even talk about our beards so we have to do this next oh time. well that could be a two-part the, series. two-part series two-part series because it could be yeah the beards are glorious on this yes. episode the beards are glorious dripping on this with oil mm, hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> and we're done <laughs> Well, there you have it, an introduction to Chris Chase. What a great guy, I like that guy. Uh, On our next episode, December 15th, we're going to be listening to a session uh, that was recorded with Michael Krauss. Michael uh, has spent decades in urban ministry in the Toronto area, uh, including uh, time that he was with Young Street Mission. Uh, currently, he uh, is involved at Tyndale University, and uh, he's going to be sharing about 
Trends of the Urban Christian. And uh, so that's going to be a very insightful uh, session that was recorded at the Our City Toronto Conference in 2019. And uh, though some time has passed since it was recorded, the material is still very relevant. Also, uh, as we're coming to the end of 2020, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, Sidewalk Skyline Podcast, uh, we're going to uh, have a contest and uh, we're going to have a list of all of the episodes that we had uh, during this year. And uh, we want you to take a guess at what you think the top three uh, most listened to episodes were. If you can get the top three in any order, the first person to do that is going to win a $25 gift card to the coffee provider of your choice. Uh, if you are able to guess the top three in order, the most listened, second most listened, third most listened, and you get that right, well then we'll double the bonus, we'll give you a $50 uh, card for the coffee of your choice. Uh, so uh, go over to our Facebook page and uh, you'll see the list there and then uh, you can enter uh, your guess and uh, then uh, we will announce the winner for that on our January 1st podcast. We got a whole new season coming up. Hope that you're gonna uh, be a part of that. If you haven't already, uh, go to your platform in which you listen to podcasts and hit subscribe. And uh, as always, uh, if you leave comments, uh, that helps to get us into circulation so that more people will discover and hear about Sidewalk Skyline Podcast. Well, until the next episode, next time we're here, I'm Kevin Rogers. Keep one ear to God and another ear to the streets in your city. I'm Kevin Rogers, and this is Sidewalk Skyline Podcast.